It's weird. Yep. I don't like not being in the <laughs> middle and not having somebody over here to talk to. Just need to put like a cardboard standy of Dave next to you. Well, I will say you should probably just bring your phone out. Um for when we get to the stuff, also make sure it's silent um, and all that fun stuff. Because I'm just gonna pull up the document for myself. I'm always afraid to pull up my Safari browser on my phone. Any porn? No, there's no porn. There's just a cheap lot Japanese of stuff. porn. No, let's see. I looked up ten ways to get a start in racing. <laughs> cheap Japan travel. A Frigidaire 20.2 cubic foot frost-free upright freezer. Why? 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 None of this is... I was looking that up because we needed a new freezer. So I was going a little bit harder than... (laughs) I I see. (laughs) Fucking wrote a goddamn thesis. Well, no, I mean, I broke down all the different things. Hello, and welcome (laughs) to another episode of Space Time Taco. It is just me, Tom Lerbrito, a.k.a. Chris, and... Nate, a.k.a. Little Teapot 89. Uh... Dave is not with us today. He's taking care of his sick grandma. So, we love you, and we hope she feels better. Yep. Um, he did not give us any, any premonitions or predictions, which is okay. It happens. That's cool. We had to Uh, take care of her, and we even skipped a Pokemon community day today. Oh. No Latis, Lat, Lat, Brit, Lat, Latis, and Lutus. It was Lapras today. Was it Lapras? Just yes. regular? That's not like a special Pokemon. It's just yeah, a fucking it's, they whale. Were, there were Lapras raids. They were early in the day from like 11 to 4 is the time frame. What is a Lapras? It's the Pokemon. No, I'm trying to figure out. Is it like a turtle dragon? Turtle dragon. I guess that is an apt description of it. It's got fins on it, so it's like a dinosaur almost. Sorry, if you like just heard loud swimming, noises, my cats are going crazy upstairs. It's like a swimming dinosaur. Oh, uh, Plesiosaurus. Yeah, that thing. I know dinosaurs. I love dinosaurs. Mini wow, fridge. that gets cold. The only mini fridge I had of that size was my Call of Duty mini fridge, which I left it on so much it just stopped working. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. The only drink worth drinking. Unless you're weird and don't like Dr. Pepper. You're allowed to not like Dr. Pepper. I will think less of you, but still. Um, (laughs) This is going to be a half... Well, I don't want to go... I guess we shouldn't do spoilers on Detective Pikachu. No, I'm just going to say what I thought of Detective Pikachu. I will, too. It is the second best. And it's not talked about enough to spoil it anyway. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It is the second best video game movie ever made. Wait, what's the first? No, no. Now I want to hear your opinion. (laughs) I think it's the best... Okay. <laughs> what, uh, what would be the first one? I no, we. I actually uh, recently my friend Ian. You know Ian. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the table. Um, <laughs> he uh, he tweeted and tagged a whole bunch of people on Twitter about um, what are what we think were the best in the worst video game movies of all time. Mm-hmm. I couldn't pick a worst because one, I haven't seen most of them because I avoid a lot of the live action ones. Yeah. Um, but for best, I, like thinking about it, as much as I love Detective Pikachu, I've seen it twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw it opening night by myself, and then took or Kim and I went to see it actually Monday, um, and she enjoyed it. And she's not even a Pokemon person; okay. uh, she's a human. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But yeah, uh, I, I thought it was really well done. Um, I For something that was very obvious, like story-wise, I, there were no surprises to me. Mm-hmm. Um, there was just a little bit too much Ryan Reynolds humor, but there's a part in the movie that when it gets to it, you're like, okay, I can forgive it because if you think about it, it makes sense for his character to be that way and have that kind of humor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm like, as much as I loved the movie, uh, I, <laughs> you're gonna love this. <laughs> I think the best video game movie is Angry Birds. <laughs> See, I can't, it, I can't even pass judgment because I haven't seen Angry Birds. It's a fun movie. In front of Detective Pikachu. What I saw was... Oh, Angry Birds 2! trailer for Angry Birds 2. I can't wait. Aquafina? <laughs> Tiffany Haddish? And I sat there, and I'm watching this trailer, and I'm like, you know, this may not be as bad as it sounds. And then at that point, I was like, did, why, do, why do I think this? <laughs> so watch the first movie. I, I watched it on a whim. I think it was on either Netflix or HBO or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh... I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I like the cast. It's got some cool people. I in mean, it. to be completely, to be completely fair and honest, I have watched worse movies just to see how bad they True. are. Um, I watched Sausage Party oh. and the Emoji Movie on Netflix, and all I can say is I want, I want the like four hours both of those movies are combined back. I need a refund. I want to know <laughs> if they were required to do Sausage Party or not Sausage Party, uh, Emoji Movie to be allowed to do other movies because those are the same people that did i think both lego movie and they had something to do with lego movie and spider-verse i mean i guess but the same here's the thing about the emoji movie in particular is no one expected it to be good in the first place like when it's it was worse than it wasn't even like okay we got a trailer and the trailer looked back it's like the name of the movie was announced and people were like this is obviously going to be bad this and is then, not product placement on top of that it's sony pictures it? which sony has a problem with just producing movies for the sake of producing them <laughs> you could pitch mm. the most terrible convoluted disjointed movie idea in the world and sony would be the one studio to yeah i sell venom i'd also sell venom <laughs> yeah. um no, venom by comparison <laughs> No, Ven- Venom is an enjoyable movie. It's at an least. enjoyable movie, and Venom Two might be better. You know, what? I, it's kind of like uh, oh, there was something else recently that the first one sucked, but oh, you know what? Uh, people talking about um, Days Gone. It's yeah. not that the game fully sucked; it's that all of the issues that they had with Days Gone. If they get a second one, they will be able to fix that. They'll be like, okay, cool, That's we true. had a good game. But we put too much into it or I mean, didn't do that. The same thing happened with games like Destiny. Destiny 2 was superior to Destiny 1. Yeah. In a lot of ways. But Destiny 2 was everything Destiny 1 should have been. So it wasn't like we got a huge upgrade or anything. It's and like then, Just Cause 2. Well, what on, Just Cause 1 should have been. Well, yeah. But then on top of that, um, I explained this on the stream I did Thursday night. Is um, Destiny is a game as a service. So it's supposed to have this long... You know, going roadmap, and that didn't happen with Destiny One, and it's not happening with Destiny Two. It kind of did for Destiny One until. Yeah, I mean, they had a lot of content going forward. That made them change their mind, or not change their mind, but. But 
the biggest issue is Destiny One originally had like a ten year roadmap. Yeah, it was that originally was, supposed to be a continuous game. Yes, it was supposed to be a continuous game with an expanding universe, and it had all the puzzle pieces in place to set that up. They just didn't do it because it's not profitable to make a game. Well, that way. I think it also, <laughs> as much as it sucked, they they shouldn't have put Destiny One out when they did, mm-hmm. uh, because they put it out at the tail end of the previous console cycle. That's true. Um, so if you're like, hey, so it's ten years, living. but if yeah. you want to continue continue on this ten year journey, you have to leave that console, yeah. come to this. You won't have any of the progress. I'm sorry. Exactly. Um, but you know that's the thing. I, how much of Destiny Two did you play? I played a lot of it. I played a good portion of it up until I think maybe the end of the first expansion, and then I stopped because, I mean, once you get to that end game content and you've grinded everything out and you've gotten the best gear you can possibly get for your character, mm. you can't do anything else but wait for the next expansion to the come next, out. Yeah. Or play a lot of PvP, which at that point you're just grinding for your PvP gear sets. So, And that's a different gear set the, than... Yes. The other thing is there's See, always been a meta in the PvP of Destiny. So I played this a lot with a friend, and the meta basically is set up in a way where if you don't have this particular exotic weapon and you don't have these have this particular exotic piece of armor along with these other purple pieces of armor that are all upgraded at max power or light mm-hmm. level, then you might as well not play because you will get destroyed. The only thing carrying you difference, you know, the only thing that makes a difference in the PvP is your map knowledge and your skill. Yes, you can win a game with crappy equipment while someone has, you know, god-tier stuff mm-hmm. if you're just better than they are. Yeah. But 90% of what makes that up is your gear. So without that, you're just kind of at a loss. So, like I said, that's the issue that... I mentioned this on the stream, though, is that's the issue Anthem had, is Anthem's top three... The top three people working on Anthem left the project yeah. to go work on Dragon Age 4. And that sours a lot of players because to me I enjoyed Anthem thoroughly for all its faults I even took a screenshot of something that was completely broken in the game and posted on Reddit yeah. I mean and that's good that you do it because <laughs> yeah. it gets it out there to hopefully but, be fixed but yeah you know I enjoyed the game for all of its faults and then to hear that they're just not going to work on it anymore so it what have they fully abandoned have they has that decision been made yet I don't think that decision has been made but cuz I thought that this is a wasn't precursor. there supposed to be a huge update this month Yeah there's supposed to be a huge content update This and it's by <laughs> the end of May right Yes Yeah they got less they got a week they don't yeah. even have a full week And so now we're at the point where it's just it's like this is just in a bad omen is what it is mm-hmm. cuz it tells me that they're not investing in Anthem as much as they said that they would and Bioware as a studio, unless Dragon Age 4 really pulls through, yeah. is going to be effectively dead. <laughs> yeah. So, and it sucks because EA has a habit of doing this. They have a habit of taking good franchises and ruining them for the sake of profit, for the sake of quick and easy profit. And then on top of that, when they ruin those franchises, they ruin the studios that those franchises come from, and those studios just cease to exist. I mean, that's... On top of that, that isn't just like, oh, well, we're sad we lost Bioware being such a great studio. That's hundreds of jobs in the gaming industry that just don't exist anymore. As long (laughs) as Dragon Age isn't a quasi-MMO, I think they'll at least make a good amount off of it. Yeah. Hopefully get a nice return. Um, Those those are not my games. Like, the only fantasy kind of world games I ever could get into were the Elder Scroll games, which 
uh, I'll talk about a little bit later because that's <laughs> might be mentioned at it a certain is, conference, yeah. but it's not going to be shown. No, I don't um, think it'll ever be shown to us. Not until no, at it'll, least it'll be here. Twenty twenty one. The next next E three. Um, but no, I I it's crazy that Anthem, uh, one that had, uh, well, I guess it kind of falls into the same thing as Destiny. How Destiny two made up for all the issues in Destiny yeah. one. But I was gonna say you had Anthem that kind of did not perform as well as they wanted to, no. and they didn't get the content out as fast, and the updates weren't coming as rapidly. But then you have Division 2, which I've heard nothing but good things about. Oh, yeah. Except for the fact that the raid on consoles was absolute bullshit. But the raid on consoles <laughs> was bullshit They're for They're fixing reasons. it. The thing about... The thing that the Division has always had a promise, and it happened when they did Division 1, the very first raid Is in Division 1... Well, it wasn't just a bullet sponge, it's that there was a gimmick to beating the boss, which was basically an APC tank type of thing. Mm. Um, the gimmick, the thing is, is the game doesn't really tell you what that gimmick is, so you're left to your own devices to kind of figure it out, which can take a while when you have, you know, thousands of bullets coming in your yeah. direction. The other thing is, Destin is Division does have that problem with bullet sponge enemies, is bosses just essentially have a whole lot of armor. Yeah. And you got to shoot it all off and whittle down their health to get them to get them to zero. The other thing it has a problem with is difficulty spikes. Is when you go from normal or story mode difficulty to hard, it's like okay, hard is manageable. Hard feels like a significant challenge. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's something to go through, and you do get rewarded for beating stuff on hard difficulty. But then you go into challenging mode, which is kind of like their nightmare. This is insane. Yeah. You know, you probably won't make it through this very well mode. Something I will never touch. <laughs> and then all of a sudden Division becomes Dark Souls 2. You are rolling more than you are shooting. <laughs> so, but And that's the thing, from what I've heard, it's not even that kind of issue that they were having. Yeah. Like, if you look at the... They announced World's First was going to get their plaque in um, in the White House. I think mm-hmm. right the base of operations yes. of the second one is the White House. Uh, they've since then... Taking going back and said the world's first on every platform mm-hmm. will have their own plaque, yeah. um, because on PC it was the rate was beaten in I believe under five hours, around five hours, something like that. Yeah, uh, and then on console it took over thirty hours. Thing if you give um, well, that's because on console it was significantly it's significantly more difficult to play the game on yeah, console. Yeah, it, anyway. it was they they had adjusted it so it was okay on PC, but mm-hmm. they I guess they kind of were like, yeah. oh yeah, I forgot that mouse and keyboard weren't a thing or whatever yes. it was. Well, um, then on top of that, it's just you're talking about simple mechanical differences like shot tracking on a PC is easier than it is mm-hmm. with, a, with a controller. But at the same time, you're talking about just how they optimize these things for both setups, right? Yeah. Is on PC, the game undoubtedly is going to run smoother. You're going to have 60 frames a second. Your internet connection is going to determine how fast that game runs for you, along with your graphics card and your CPU. Mm -hmm. For on console, you're constricted by your hardware. Your internet connection really is the only thing you have control over at that point. And then you have to play with three other people whose stuff may not be as good as yours. Not three. (laughs) It is an eight-person raid. eight-person, yes. And there is no matchmaking. For good reason, in all honesty. There is no matchmaking. eight people in a a match-made raid... I would not trust that. I have a hard enough time when one of you guys is like, I gotta go get pizza. Yeah, I just don't think it matters as much in Division 2 whether it is a match made or not. I've got nut of butters. I'll jump into, you know, the daily stuff with people who are random. So you're you're still playing? I've 
I'm not playing as frequently as I used to, mm. but I'm playing it, which is funny because one of the games that I haven't played in a long time, I started playing again, and that's Honkai Impact Third on mobile. Which Dude, what? <laughs> it's is that one of those yeah me- mech games? No, it's not a mech game. It yeah. is it is a anime game. I guess you know, it's made by a company mm-hmm. called MiHoYo, and they've done multiple mobile games. But this is probably one of the best mobile games out there. It's an action RPG style thing with multiple characters to play. They actually just released two new ones based on story content they released like a week before. And they've been updating the game like weekly now. There's new content. <laughs> That's cool. So it's it's at this ridiculous pace now where they're shelling out content and it's free to play. So I just remembered where this conversation started. Yeah. <laughs> we somehow but, went from talking about Detective Pikachu exactly. to Angry Birds we're, to we're however the fuck we got here. We're here now. Uh, so but, back to, back to yeah, Angry yeah. Birds. Back to... <laughs> Quickly. No, no, no. In all honesty, quickly, why I say it's better than... It, it is the best video game movie so far. Um, it took a game that has barely no story besides evil pigs took eggs, must destroy pigs with birds. Yes. Um, that all have special abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, they fleshed out that world and gave it an entertaining story in... Yeah made the character bo- characters lovable character well, that's that's the impression I got from so. the second trailer is, yeah. is there's there's some world building going on in the movie um, just the fact gave, that it's like hey there's a third island you're like wait yes. what how they, did we not know about this island yes, but they also gave each of the birds like a personality that made sense based on how they were played in the game yeah uh, Chuck is hyperactive mm-hmm. um, Red is a little well he's actually an angry bird yes um uh, Bomb is literally Dave. <laughs> I swear, the conver- the things that come out of that character's mouth, I'm like, that's Dave. But the, the things I loved about Detective Pikachu is it's a movie where they made the Pokemon universe like this. They made it beautiful one. It's got this very neon noir kind of set setting. Well, and that's they, mostly just for Rhyme City, too. Yes. And they made it... But they also made it like a world you could you believe that like actual people and actual Pokemon coexist. Yeah, I really liked. Uh, I've seen a couple of people talk about it and saying that it didn't feel like they were putting Pokemon in our world. Yes. It felt like you were looking at you were witnessing another world. Exactly, you were witnessing a world where Pokemon exist and interact with people on a regular basis, which is better than the Pokemon anime because the Pokemon anime just shoves you headfirst into that and expects mm-hmm. you to accept it. And just be okay with it. <laughs> but and that was another thing. Uh, it it is a kids movie, mm-hmm. but it's a kids movie that expects. I guess it's a kid. Movie d- it doesn't, doesn't force feed. You yeah, like an idiot. It's, it's like, a- hey, you were at a Pokemon movie. We're not going to be like, I, look, it's a Jigglypuff. He she sang, so that guy's asleep. Yes. I mean, or yeah. the other thing that the movie does well is it's loosely based on the game that shares the same title. Mm-hmm. And that's to the movie's benefit. The ending's different, though, right? The ending is different. Okay. And the game itself is not that entertaining to begin with. Yeah, he's voiced by Danny DeVito in the game, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but the game is not super entertaining to begin with, and the movie gives you all the story points that the game covers, but the movie likes to set you up with this murder mystery, and it wants you to figure out what happens. Shit, is it an actual murder mystery in the game? Well, yeah, it's a murder mystery in the game. Oh, wow. But... It takes you through figuring out what happens. It doesn't treat you like a dummy, though, mm-hmm. which is really good. And you really don't figure it out until the movie tells you what happens. Because mm. 
Depending on the person. Depending on the person. I mean, for me, I would have never expected the movie to play out the way that it did. I was happy in the way that it played out that it did. It did have to throw a little bit of the, you know, Pokemon mystery and magic in there to explain Mm -hmm. itself, but it wasn't done in this way where it's, like, ham-fisted and forcing you to suspend all disbelief to get to that point. Yeah, like, the one one thing I've I've heard and I kind of agree with, and I didn't really think about it too hard, but it was more of a, I'm accepting this movie as the amazing thing that I'm watching, so I'm letting that kind of slide. Yes. Uh, It's not a spoiler, but... The whole, the sun had to be there. Yes. That kind of was like, okay, what was the reason behind that? We'll move past that. Right. Whatever. And psychotic apom are pure nightmare. Oh my <laughs> god. That was terrifying. <laughs> they were the scariest. I was like, okay, this movie turned into a horror film real fast when I saw it. It was just really bad. Yeah. What's up on the screen? Don't, don't even. It's just <laughs> stupid shit. I'm okay with it. Um, I think it's hilarious. Yes, but that, and then the only thing that that really turned me off was at the very end when you see Ryan Reynolds in the movie. Spoilers! It's you see Ryan Reynolds in the movie. Okay, super spoilery. It's not really a spoiler. It's just he looks like Ryan Reynolds in a movie. He He is the most. (laughs) He is more out of place in that movie than any of the Pokemon. More out of place as a person than he is as a Pikachu. (laughs) Also, I'm tired of people calling. There, there are. I don't remember what the actual name of the Pokemon are. They're like the the bison, buffalo-looking things. I've seen so many people be like, yeah, in the beginning you got the Pidgeys and the Pidgeotos and then the the, the Taurus. And I'm like, those those are not Taurus. They're not Taurus. That bugs me. They're not Taurus. They're something else, but they're definitely not Taurus. <laughs> um... Yeah, but anyway, it's a movie. It's good. It's a good movie. It's a movie with a lot of heart. It's a movie that you can see the creators put some passion behind in writing and creating, and it's good for both kids and adults because again, it doesn't treat you like a dummy. It's not only is it good for kids and adults, but it's even enjoyable for people that aren't Pokemon. Yes, like I said, my wife is not a Pokemon fan for the most part. It's actually a pretty good introduction into the world of Pokemon. Yeah. I mean, you learn everything you need to know about the game Pokemon Go in the first, like, ten minutes of the film. So, it's literally throw Pokeballs and stuff and hope it doesn't get mad at you. Which, I never thought about that. I guess, if you're a trainer, if you're to start out in a trainer, do all of them get one of the first three starter Pokemon? Or is it really a world where it's like, hey... No, not really. You can get one that way, I guess, if you're in the special town, like Pallet and... Whatever the fuck that's the, the thing other about, That's are. the thing about like the Pokemon games and the show is your character, or Ash by extension of being your character, is the Mary Sue of the Pokemon world. He lives in the special town where the special Pokemon yeah. professor has the, the special three town special with Pokemon three houses mind. and 30 people that live there. Yeah. We don't know where they live. <laughs> and, you the, know. There's a basement maybe to the. That's actually houses. every town in Pokemon Red and Blue, is every town actually has more people in it than it has houses, and none of them seem to live together. <laughs> So Once you get out of there, it kind of makes more sense. Does but it's really the just the beginning. Just have a huge homeless problem, or who knows? I mean, have you gone down the bike path? Either the bike path <laughs> or just that fucking bridge, the bridge to get the Bill's house. There's like thirty people there. Why are you there? Go home. Uh, why are they there? And why do they all want to fight? <laughs> um, I will say, ah, shit. No, that's spoilery. There's one spoiler thing that, like, I think playing the game makes more sense. There you go. If you... If, I, hopefully you're thinking of the thing I'm thinking of. I think so. Okay. Uh, 
referencing what I kind of or whatever. Fuck it. Pokemon. It's a good movie. Go yes. see the the Pokemon Pikachu. Movie. I hope they do more. I doubt that it's gonna be a Detective Pikachu too. Um, I like the idea of them taking this world. I don't think so, but I would like to see a movie related to the same universe. Or oh yeah, that's what I mean. Universe. I want them to be like, hey, we set up this universe. Now we can move move on from that. Yes. Because um, the I mean, hell, technically we could get a prequel. I would like to see a full. I would like to see something that they tease in the movie, which is a tournament arc. Well, there's a tournament, but there's also the fact the biggest tease to me, and the thing that I loved, and this is more of a if you're a Pokemon fan, you love it. There is a line where they say something about this happened 20 years ago. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, that is if they were to expand on that, that's mm-hmm. fantastic because yeah. it sets up a universe that we have experienced in some way already. That's true. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Go see it. Good movie. I'll also throw in there, if you're a John Wick fan, go see John Wick 3. I haven't seen John... I actually watched John Wick and... Less less well, story than the other two. I already saw John Wick, but I saw John Wick 2 this week. So you just need to see 3 now? I highly yes. recommend it. It's very fun. Um, and it's not spoilers. There is a fourth one already planned, for, and they already put our release date for it. Did you hear about that? You okay? No, I didn't hear about John Wick 4. I was reading something Lou had sent on our... Facebook chat. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Why is it... Yes. <laughs> and yes. And yes. There's an accident. Yes. Why are, you, why are you in here and not in the chat? We go to the, go to the stream <laughs> chat, which I can't read from this distance. It just I can. White you don't words. need to read it. It's, <laughs> it's not good. Anyway. So... Let's move on to the to the meat and potatoes here. Let's get into our E three. So okay, yeah, I'll throw these out. Just I guess he's excited in some way. That'd be fun, but yeah, Lou, Lou, who is not in chat but on the thing, whatever he's paying attention he's in some way on our Facebook chat, <laughs> um, is hoping for the only thing he really cares about is Cuphead DLC release date. And I get that. That's his favorite game. He's beaten that game way too fucking many times. Play other games, Lou. Um, <laughs> I haven't beaten it once. <laughs> me neither. They. I'm the reason why they. He and Damien love that game so much. Because when we were doing, when we had the the Extra, Extra Life, Life stream two yeah. years ago, they both played it for the first time. I had only gotten to like I three bosses. That. The game gets gets me at the point of. It becomes it goes from challenging to frustrating very fast. <laughs> it's I watching other people play that are good at it. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I'm glad that you can do that. I'm also okay with the fact that I cannot do that. I might be able to at one point, but I'm like, I don't need to waste or not waste. Put the some time of these levels you need to have like the reflexes of a ninja to get through. So <laughs> uh, they did though with the most recent update where because one you can play as. Uh, you can now start as Mugman. You don't have to be Cuphead. You can play as Mugman. Okay. Um, but they also added secret bosses. There are alternate versions of bosses, um, which is actually a really cool idea. Oh, yeah. Um, like, there's one point where... Oh, what is her name? Sally Stageplay, I think, is her name. Uh, you wouldn't have gotten that. <laughs> so there's a way to, instead of killing her first form you end up killing her husband because mm-hmm. the the first form is it's at her it's her wedding day mm-hmm. and what you have to do is you have to like knock out these 
I think they're sandbags maybe mm-hmm. and what it does is drop part of the set and kills her husband so later on in the game she is fighting you as like it, it, it's it's set up like a uh, a Final Fantasy fight where it's mm-hmm. a giant like god looking creature coming at it and it's basically her and then a little version of him like on a little cloud like hey I'm a bad guy too um, <laughs> it's adorable and fantastic and I would never do it because I will never reach that far in the level or in the game um, I mean, I appreciate what the game is it's extremely challenging the animation the rubber hoop style animation so is beautiful um, I can't I, like and that's the thing I obviously I'm a fan I yes. buy merchandise if you look up on this shelf here I've got two of the cereals <laughs> All of the first rounds of the pops, I yes. enjoy it. Uh, you can't see anything. That's no. why I'm okay. I know. It's just, that was actually strange. I remember going into a Hot Topic a few weeks ago for some reason. I think I was with somebody and seeing, you know, pop cereal stocked on Hot Topic shelves. I have three. <laughs> and just, your, other, your knives channels up there. I've know. got knives and then i got the two cupheads. And just knowing that they're they, the I toy will never company eat them. is making actual boxes. That's the thing. If I bought one, I could never bring myself to eat it because, first of all, I'm skeptical of a cereal made by a toy company. It's very <laughs> bland, from what I've heard. It's very meh. Uh, yes. On the other hand, I highly recommend getting Lucio's. Lucio O's. Yes. Two things. Lucio's. One, I bought two boxes so I could keep one box, and then eat the other, and then I ate both boxes. You can <laughs> you can actually get them relatively easy too. Yeah. Um, the other thing, though, is I'm still mad that they call them Lucio O's. They should have just been called Lucio Yes. What the fuck, but the, uh, Blizzard? But <laughs> Blizzard. But the, but the way the game industry is going, we're probably going to have but Blizzard. Um, <laughs> which I wish that Blizzard would have their own little thing. They don't have enough to talk about. That's why they have their own con. Yeah. Um, yeah but... Of course, the way Activision is, they're going to have oversight over anything that Blizzard says anyway. So. Uh, I keep forgetting they're still... Because De- Destiny and uh, Bungie are no longer with Activision. No. Which is great. No. In my opinion. But Bungie is probably going to look for another publisher to pick that up and just hope <laughs> to just God go back it's to not E3. <laughs> EA, you mean? EA. Yeah, they're just going to go back to yes. Microsoft and be like, Hey, hey uh, you guys were nice. And be like, uh, yeah, Microsoft will take a buy on the condition that they finish Halo Infinite for them. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, the way I was originally going to break this down, if it was all three of us and we had already all done this a lot more in-depth and detailed, I kind of wanted to make it almost a competition kind of thing to a certain point. Okay. Um, but since it's, I'm really the only, I'm actually surprised I did as much as I did because normally I'm like, yeah, they're, they're going to be things. You just wing it. Oh yeah, Lou said, excuse me, show me those dicks. <laughs> uh, once a stream, every time. If Lou doesn't do that, it's not a real stream. Um, I guess we need to make that a shirt. I guess so. Uh, yeah. The, the once so, per stream shirt. Plan was, I was going to break it down all the different main conferences uh i'm gonna i was gonna leave out devolver i was gonna leave out devolver pc game show um limited run and the kind of funny games showcase which i am going to watch all of i will i think we're only doing live reactions for i think we're only going to do it for devolver pc game is kind of just boring but because of the fact that it's being brought to you by epic games i mm-hmm. might do it there you go. just because that might bring a little bit well, more speaking of epic as a side here um, oh god 
<laughs> Good or bad. Yeah, it's actually good. I don't like hating on Epic because I'm not gonna, I really enjoy no, I'm not, what I'm getting from them. I'm not hating on Epic. I'm actually gonna gonna give it a throw them a bone this time around. Um I'm playing a game that they help publish. Um, Which one? developed by Phoenix Games. It's called Dauntless. I gave that a shot and I'm like, okay, I really enjoy the ease of play compared mm-hmm. to it's nowhere near as complicated, in my opinion, it's as mono. Monster Hunter. Yeah. But I also realize it's just not my kind of game. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is Dauntless can be as deep as Monster Hunter. It really is how far you want to go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, the combat uh, I just system, keep hitting the same button over and over again. You just the combat system can actually be pretty in-depth if you learn the way combos work and you learn what your weapons are actually capable of. Mm. Like, for example, this is... I didn't know the hammer could be charged for each and every hit using the ammo it has in it. And also that the backblast that you can fire from the hammer can be used to stun charging monsters. Is this still in beta, or is it now still a fully an, launched game? Still in open beta, at least on consoles, okay. as far as I'm aware. And so, here's the thing about Dauntless, is it is a good game. It's baby's first Monster Hunter in every sense of the word. It's, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. As you it's like do baby's get, first Pokemon. I love Pokemon. Let's go. As you do get higher in levels, monsters do get access to stronger attacks and certain gimmicks that you have to learn and learn how to counter in order to be effective against them. Um, it has you know, several different weapon types to take. My favorite are the what they call the Ossian Repeaters, which are a set of dual guns you get in the game that you can customize. Um, and they're actually easier to upgrade than most of the other weapons, too. Can you pick any weapon from the beginning, weapons. or do you unlock something later? You, the one weapon you unlock later is the Repeaters, which is weird, because all the other weapons you can access, craft, and upgrade... From the beginning? Just at just from the beginning of the game and at one store. For the Repeaters, you have to go to a separate guy who works on just those. And you say they're actually easier to upgrade? They're easier to upgrade because they aren't based necessarily around the monsters that you hunt. You have, for example, different sets of barrels that you attach to the same gun. So you have barrels that do different elements mm-hmm. on the same gun. You have different chambers, which gives you access to different specials, and you have different grips, which gives you access to different buffs you can throw down. And the mechanic to use them is extremely simple. Of course, you just can fire them, but the closer you are to the monster, the more damage you do, and if you reload really close to the monster, it supercharges your abilities and your shots for a little while. So every weapon in the game has a gimmick like this where it's a risk versus reward kind of thing. Mm. Um, And, of course, the heavy-hitting weapons do the most damage, but they're also the riskiest to use, while the quick-hitting weapons do less damage, but, you know, can be... They're complicated in their own ways is the best way of putting it. I'm not going to break down every weapon on a stream, but... um, Just play it on stream. The one thing that I will say, yes, it's a free-to-play game. That's the one thing. So if you want to try it out, You've got nothing to lose just by trying it. At least getting through the tutorial and seeing if you like it. Um, you can invest in it if you want to, which it actually has a extremely low investment quota. I bought the Hunt Pass, which is 10 bucks. It gets you access to the elite section of the tiers you upgrade by going on hunts and doing different things throughout the game. And those rewards are pretty much all cosmetic, with the exception of you also get some of that currency back by going through those tiers. So it's platinum, which is the currency you can buy, mm-hmm. but you get some of it back just by going through those tiers and earning them. Okay. Um, I it, haven't run into. Have they kind of? Does it feel like they've kind of adapted the? Uh, since it is being worked, or I guess supported by Ep- or Epic at this point. 
Um, are they funding it, or do they have anything to do with the, the development of it, or do you know? I, I believe they had something to do with the development as far as they lent the engine to Phoenix. For yeah. The, the only reason I ask is I was wondering if they did it in a way that the in-game currency and the in-game progress is kind of similar to Fortnite. Because the way Fortnite worked was you could buy the season pass, mm-hmm. but you could also, through doing enough challenges, doing enough things within the game, you could actually earn enough V-Bucks mm-hmm. to then buy another season pass yeah. on its own. I think it's kind of like that in this game. Um, of course, the monetization, all that stuff is going to be handled by Epic because they're the ones who stand a profit yeah. from the game anyway. But, um, no, one of the really good things that people appreciate about the game is it does have true cross-play. Now, most yeah, of the players, from the beginning, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, most of the players you will see are on PC, and the way that the game communicates this to you is next to their tags, their you know, little gamer tags, you can mouse. see um, icons that display what they're on. For the PC, it's like a desktop icon, and then, of course, you have Xbox and PlayStation yeah. logos for others. Now, I tried the game on Xbox first. Um, me and a friend tried it on Xbox. His game kept crashing right after character creation. Oh, so wow. he would literally make his character say done, the game would crash. He reinstalled it, same problem. I had an issue with getting the game to load properly. I get stuck in like infinite load screens. Matchmaking times were extremely long. And I'm talking well over like 10 minutes just to oh, wow. play a game. Um, yeah, I don't so remember. So then I... we both got rid of it on Xbox and we went over to PlayStation to try it out. Much smoother experience on PlayStation. Now, this isn't saying that the PlayStation version is better than the Xbox version. It's mm. not by any stretch of the imagination. It's very much the same bag, but I think by the time I had tried it on PlayStation, they had started correcting some of the issues that they had at launch. At this point, have you moved um, to PC? or No. no? Um, okay. The one thing that you can do, though, that I appreciate is if you sign up for an Epic Games account, which I did for this game, is all your progress, your character, all that stuff can be transferred between any other platform. Mm-hmm. So you're not at a loss for, say, if you play it on PlayStation and then you want to go and try it on PC, you're not losing all of your progress like you would with some other games. So the thing is I've been hearing about it is, because um, it it's a game that is finally launched on all these different systems or platforms, it has the full cross-play, it has the full cross-compatibility, Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are assuming the reason why it was so easy is because PlayStation already has some kind of work, not workaround, but deal almost mm-hmm. with Epic because of Fortnite. Um, because I mean, in all honesty, Fortnite was the the big push. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, they did, I think was it Fortnite that accidentally, or was it Rocket League that accidentally made it crossplay? I think it was Rocket League yeah. that did that. Um, which yeah. is also probably why they were the second game that was allowed to do it. I mean, because we know from, you know, instances like Rocket League, what we know is that the net code is there for crossplay. Yeah. We just know that Sony makes is, the decision yes makes or the no. decision ultimately because Microsoft has opened <laughs> themselves up to it. PC is already there. It doesn't have really any say in the matter because people who play on PC are fairly independent. There's no PC platform to play on necessarily. Too bad. Um, so the netcode is there in, in Sony's, you know, library. They just aren't willing to use it for everything yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because they want to maintain specifically that PlayStation Plus subscribership because that's how they're making their money for their online platform. Yeah. Um, beyond that, anyway, Dauntless, Ooh. like I said, is free to play. It's worth a shot if you're in, especially if you've played Monster Hunter before like I have. And it's free 
And there's yes. content continuously coming there's to content it. Content continuously or coming will. to it. And the game is passed now. I will say this though: play it on as an Xbox One X. Play it on a very Play it on a decent PC, something that's kept up with the times, or play it on PS4 Pro. And it ran final. I don't have a PS4 Pro, I just have a Slim, and you will run into some sometimes insanely bad frame rate issues depending on what's happening on the screen. And the game just feels you're doing everything you can do in the game. There's no issue with the game like freezing on you and stopping you from doing everything. Just everything's happening at like 15 frames per second sometimes. (laughs) Alright, so getting back to E3, as I started saying, um, planning. My original plan was to, like I said, break down all the things in order. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want, I'd say bring out your thing and you can kind of, on well, the fly, come things all on the think Google about drive, it. Which I don't even have installed on my phone. You can go to the website. That's true. You can do it. Do, yeah. He's hiding his Safari browser again because he's not sure if he left porn open. I didn't leave porn open. I don't believe him. I don't ever look at porn on my phone. <laughs> also, if you, why not? Now, uh, also here, if you need the link I can just... If I log into the Google Drive, it should take me right to it. That too. I'm going to have to log in regardless if you send me the link. Yeah, and watch. It's viewable. Oh. I keep forgetting that your name in here is Nate Saltpile. <laughs> what? Nothing. I'm just going to... See if it worked. Legally change my name to that now. Saltpile. Saltpile. <laughs> If I want to be extra douchey about it. <laughs> I'm a French angry motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, see? You can just look at it. There you go. Anyway, <coughs> oh, that's my very short list of notes. That's okay. Uh, so one thing I did notice we both had, mm-hmm. starting with Xbox. We're doing this in order of the... The, the conferences. Yeah. Uh, so the first one we'll be seeing, technically, I ignored EA. Mm-hmm. I didn't do anything for EA because, one, kind of fuck EA. Yeah. <laughs> lost last year so (laughs) that too my biggest issue is that they're not doing a normal conference they're doing little streams that will focus on games over a three-day period either two or three-day period i can't remember command and conquer Um, mobile stream (laughs) and i'm I'm hoping we get new information or more information about star wars i hope we get some videos of star wars gameplay of the new star wars game because that is the only thing i think top of my head I can think of that. I'm excited. Oh, yes. that's a lie. Hey, we're going to make Star Wars Battlefront 3. Instead of loot boxes, we're going to have boot boxes. Boot <laughs> boxes. Um, I, am, I want to hear more about Star Wars. <laughs> Oddly enough, I don't give a shit about EA. I care, I care about Respawn. Yeah. I want to know what Respawn <laughs> is doing. Between what's, what's up with Star Wars, knowing more about that, and I want to know for. about more. Oh, fuck. They're supposed to be announcing more about that, too, aren't they? I guess. There was supposed to be another Titanfall game this year. Really? Um, that might not happen at this point, but I'm, I am I kind of hope that they say something about uh, Apex. Yeah. Because I have not played much Apex. I thoroughly enjoy it. <laughs> you can though. now pilot Titans in Apex. <laughs> oh my god. Game, new game mode. <laughs> Duos. Because um, you, can, you can party a three and you can solo, right? Yes. But you can't duos. Well, it was when the game launched. It was only parties of three. Even if you solo queued, it would just match make you with really? twelve people. I did not know yeah, that. You couldn't play by yourself. Um, you had to do a group of three because the game was based around that group of three play. The one time I broke away, did I ever tell you about that? So I have played mm-hmm. majority on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, I installed it because I had Epic on the Epic Game Store on my PC anyway. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Oh, not Epic. 
What am I thinking? That's EA. Yeah, I had Origin, Origin. already installed on my computer. Yes. Um, so I'm like, you know, fuck it. I'm going to check it out. Uh, one, fuck, man. <laughs> That's a whole other world. There you go. And I knew it was going to be, uh, but I came in second. Okay. Do you know how I came in second? Hiding. I broke away from my party of three. <laughs> I went in. It wasn't like a fuck you guys. It was yes. 100% I was planning on going in solo mm-hmm. no matter what anyway. And you hid most of um, the game and let everybody else die. I did not hide. <laughs> I actually, in all honesty, I was, for the most part, running around. I collected a lot of stuff. I got a good yeah. good haul of uh, you guns and shit. Loot grabbed in areas where nobody was, and you... I hit, I finally hit it as I'm watching the circle get smaller and smaller, and I'm like, there's only two teams left. Where are these people? <laughs> so I'm sneaking... I, I, at that point, I'm, I'm stealthy, because it's just me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it, it shows how many people are left, so I know there are two full teams left. Yes. So I'm like, what do I do? There's no way <laughs> that I. People in you. <laughs> there's no way that I can kill six people. No. So I mean, it was. You can kill six people. It just takes an extreme amount of finesse. <laughs> oh, I I've watched know. people get like twenty plus kill games Apex, and it's ridiculous. So it ended up being me, and uh, I literally am in a house. I'm like, okay, here's the circle. Here's the house that I'm in. The house is literally middle of the circle. They're all fighting up on a hill on the edge of the circle, and I'm like. I can at least be team number two, coming second. <laughs> so I wait until they kill each other. Yes. And then I go up, and I think I shotgunned one, mm-hmm. and then the other two were behind me already. I'm like, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. care. I still got number two. Uh, so, fuck, we're really bad at this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Xbox, because fuck EA. Uh, the thing we both have mm-hmm. is Halo Infinite. Okay. Um, what do you think they're going to have? Well, I think they're going to have a full trailer of it this time. It's Just a trailer? Be, I don't think it's going to be just a trailer, okay. but it'll be a trailer to kick things off. And that's probably where, if Xbox wants to make a big impression at E3, that's probably where they're going to start, is just no introduction, no, hey, I'm going to come out on stage and talk for a while, just... Mm-hmm. We're going to hear, you know, the Gregorian chant intro to Halo that we all know. The best. Yes, and it's just going to start with that. Oh, I didn't put this on, but um, I just thought about it. What if instead of them starting with Halo Infinite, they start with Halo Reach? Oh, but it's the remastered Halo Reach that they're putting in for the new the new game yes. with a date, release date. Or fuck that, they do it out today. <laughs> yes, I just figured Halo out Reach. Xbox is out today. It's going to be Halo motherfucking Reach. Speaking of that, because... It's funny, I started playing Halo 5 because it was on Game Pass, and there are... It's a good game. I don't know why people complain. No, it is a good game. They added a firefight um, thing to it. Really? Yeah, so you can go into a Warzone firefight, so it's all all co-op. And for me, that's great because I suck at competitive Halo. No comment. SWAT, that's it. (laughs) But If Lou's still here, he also loves SWAT. And the cards you can unlock actually give you access to older versions of Guns. Halo weapons. Yeah. So, like, you can get, like, the Halo 2 battle rifle, which has the enclosed scope instead of the open one. But, anyway, Halo Infinite, what I expect is a trailer for Halo Infinite that is, quote-unquote, rendered in-game, because mm-hmm. they want to show off next-gen hardware, most likely. Um, and just a brief explanation of what Halo Infinite is actually going to be. Is it going to be the next standing story piece 
in the Halo franchise? Is this going to be Halo 6, essentially? Mm-hmm. Or is it going to be this sort of games-as-a-service Halo, a platform to launch all things Halo off of for at least the Halo near way- future? <laughs> yes. It's- so that, yeah, I, I have that there will be gameplay. Mm-hmm. I'm really hoping that, fucking hope so, that they have some form of gameplay. The thing is, I expect gameplay, but as I've always, the one thing that annoys me about E3 gameplay in particular is it's always a scripted sequence of gameplay. It's not someone just playing the game as you or I would play it. It's someone like panning the camera really slowly across environments and listening to dialogue. It's like your I average say, Halo player just wants to get in there and so shoot aliens. You the saying things. that? Um, I <laughs> haven't watched it. I've heard people talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I highly recommend you watch. Oh, I I think it's called Raising Kratos. Okay. Um, because there's a whole section with Corey Barlog talking about uh, the E3, that first revealed demo that they did mm-hmm. in him having to play the game. It wasn't a pre-recorded thing about him being like, "All right, I gotta hit this. I gotta hit this so they this lines up and that mm-hmm. that audio thing hits at the right point." And they really do set it up as a presentation. You're right. Yes, this is not yes. how we play games. We do not <laughs> no. stop and listen. That's a lie. In Halo games, I do stop and listen you because there may listen, be but you're not some, stop. some Rooster Teeth yes. content in there. But you're not going to stop and listen and at the same time like treat your character like, like a it's a cinematic yeah. camera. No, and that's true. Um, <laughs> but I understand why they do it the way they do it. Uh, I'm listening to dialogue in between gunshots yeah. is how I play Halo. It's There's like, dialogue? I can get the lore while I'm busy shooting aliens in the face. Um, so the other thing was... I. I don't think we'll get a full date, but I think we'll get a release window for Halo Infinite. It's probably going to be a release window. I think the game's very much still in the development stages at this point. What they don't want is a re... They don't want a redo of Halo 5. They want Halo Infinite to be something, I guess, more special than Mm -hmm. Halo 5 was. I mean, there have been the rumors about uh, some more RPG elements and stuff involved in it. I wouldn't mind it because Halo as a franchise needs to evolve anyway. Yeah. Is you can only give me so many iterations of a handgun before it just gets bland. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, I would even be fine if they kind of did a story focused game. Mm-hmm. And then, as dumb as it sounds, the Star Wars thing, where it's, yeah. hey, here is the main story. Mm-hmm. This will always be a Master Chief or a, lo- a lock, right? Yes, yeah. lock. Um, and then, in between that, we'll have the test games the hey rogue one yeah fuck it nobody needs a jedi well, in this. that opens it up for a lot of interesting stuff in the story too is imagine a co-op mode where you know you've got a person playing as chief another person playing as lock and there's different interaction with the story because of that mm-hmm. i remember dead space 3 is probably the best example of this playing it single player base versus playing a co-op was scary it was still scary but it was an entirely unique experience in both ways because really? Dialogue you, and story stuff yeah, changes. You didn't get that extra bit of story content you did if you played it by yourself. I guess that makes you sense because you're not because, talking to anybody. No, but you had a whole different character there who had his own background and his own reason for being part of this story. And I think it'd be interesting. Do you if, still is three still Isaac? 
Is that his name? Yeah. You okay. still play as Isaac, but you also have this partner who's kind of like a Marine. So he's like a diehard soldier where Isaac is just this engineer who has kind of become a soldier yeah. through the fact that he's had to fight these terrible it, monsters. It, it was basically a a in-space version of yeah. Freeman, Gordon Freeman. Yes. And so... I almost said Morgan. Yeah, but... I mean, then again, you got that story content there. Mm-hmm. And I think Halo could benefit from that kind of thing if they use Locke and Wake. I mean, he's backed by a well, great actor to the, begin with, so why my, not use him? My favorite part of... Because it was five where you were mm-hmm. you had the team. Because yes. you had Buck on the team, right? Was yes. that the one where you, you had... had, you, Buck had on your, yeah. you had Buck on uh, red team or blue team. Yeah, you had these teams that had their own chemistry and had these conversations. Oh, yeah. And I love that. Uh, but that's but what, because it wasn't enough Master Chief, people complained that should fuck I, I out of that game. I don't think so. Um, the, the great thing that Halo 5 did, and I think Halo Infinite should do this, is it let us see more of the Halo universe. That was important. We is, don't just need... You don't just go to a Halo ring. You don't just go to Earth, which was in itself... All right, that's cool when you do it in Halo 3, but you do that for two more games, and it's like we've seen enough yeah. of you know Earth in the future. Halo 5 showed us saying Helios, the home planet of the elites, and we got to you know delve into that. I want to see more of that. I want to see, you know, take us to the fucking homeworld of the Grunts and the Jackals. Take us to, you know, that's where the right. Covenant's they main the base of operations. Are, it's a, no. They're know. all... The Covenant is a bunch of species who are adopted into this cult. Yeah. Like, they're told, basically, submit or we're going to turn your planet into a big ball of glass. So. Um, but no, and that's... And that's the one... Not worry, but obviously in that first reveal trailer we got, it looked like mm-hmm. it was Master Chief with the helmet off. Yeah. Um, are we going to see that? Probably not. I don't think uh, so. And I think it's a good thing that we don't. I think it's great that they want to keep that keep in the that, story. Yeah. I still mm-hmm. love that little joke video where it zooms in and you can see him taking the helmet off and it's yeah. just the helmet underneath it. Yes. Um, no, the my only, not worry, but the end of five, We are. it is a cliffhanger ending. Mm-hmm. It is very much a, hey, this is a second trilogy. This is the the middle part of that second trilogy. Oh yeah. If this isn't a six, how much longer do we have to wait for that story, mm-hmm. or have have they just given up and decided to scrap that storyline? Yeah. I think they could close it off. I think it's going to be interesting to see the implications of this in Halo lore. Is we know that now the as they're calling themselves the created, which is a collection of all these AI from. Not just the humans, but all around the universe. They joined together and decided that, well, we're going to take up this, what they call, literally in the Halo lore, the mantle of responsibility. Mm -hmm. We're going to be the overseers of the entire galaxy's civilization. And we know what's best for you, and we're going to tell you what's best for you. And if you don't submit, we're basically going to use super weapons to wipe you out. (laughs) So that's what these guardians are that's in Halo 5, guardians is there these giant forerunner super weapons that are designed to police the whole galaxy. And in a way, we have a precedent of this, because this is what happened to the forerunners before them, right after the flood took over. Fucking flood. So we get to see these It'd also be perfectly fine if there's things. no flood in this next game. Because we'll there be wasn't fi- in 4 and 5, right? Well, no, there w- I think there was in 4, just not in 5. Oh, yeah. But even if the flood do show up, it's going to be interesting to see the interplay of these different sides is will the human and covenant finally be forced to join forces because there's no way they could stand alone against the threat of the guardians and the created are the flood going to do this sort of thing they did in halo 3 where they're going to have to 
you know, foster some kind of partnership to ensure that they're not eradicated. And then hopefully they don't just do the 180 they did in Halo 3, where, yeah. you know, you're literally fighting alongside Flood up at the end of the level, and then they just turn around and start shooting you again. Which was definitely not expected in any way. No, but um, we understand what the Flood are, right? Is they're not, they're just there. They're like the, shit, sorry. They're like, just leave it out of your pocket. Put it on silent. <laughs> they're don't like, vibrate. Just leave it out of your pocket. They're like God the Tyranids in 40k. They just exist to consume everything they come across. Yeah. And so, um, who knows? So yeah, I'm just hoping there's lore expansion. We'll get like that. Yeah. yeah. In the game, in general, I hope that kind of stuff happens. But uh, with E3, hopefully some gameplay and, and hopefully a release window. Yeah. The multiplayer... I think it's polished enough in Halo 5. They really don't need to do too oh, much. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, they have never truly fucked up the multiplayer. Only m- the matchmaking issues with... The, yeah. the issues they had with online in uh yes. I would like Master to see collection. matchmaking based on that pure skill level again. I want to see it based on factors like KD well, and like, stuff was like Was it that. Halo 2? Is mm-hmm. Halo 2 the one that everybody always like? Perfect matchmaking. Never changed. Yeah. Halo 2 and Halo 3 had yeah. very good matchmaking systems, but I um, want to see that matchmaking based on things like your KD ratio in that game type and stuff like that. Stuff that actually pertains to that game type and how well you well, I don't like that it. because I actually will do relatively decently in SWAT and then I don't <laughs> do relatively decently later on SWAT. Um, <laughs> yeah, so moving past Halo... The uh, next thing I have on here is, and I you mentioned, you kind of mentioned it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I have it as a possibly because there have been talks and rumors about two new consoles: the streaming only and the the more beefy console. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we're going to see them. I think it will be more of a maybe they'll talk about it in some way. But I don't think it's going to be the console reveal at E3. Yeah. Mostly because I don't think that's not what they do anymore. No. Um, like they did, they kind of did it with the the S and the X, but it yeah. was more of a hey, here's this in the next year, the beefy one, the yeah. big one, the one that's going to be able to, the one that's better than any console on the market still. Mm-hmm. Um. But in place of that, I think they're going to talk about. And they talked about this recently on some of the, uh, whatever their what's their like monthly streaming show that they do. Oh, I, think, I can't I remember. Inside what Xbox. Yeah. Um, yes. They've they've talked about it multiple times about of, their streaming services. It's funny. I was thinking of a YouTube channel I watched. It's actually called Outside Xbox. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, but yeah, because we've seen Phil Spencer talking about him going around being able to play games wherever the fuck he wants, talking about playing Crackdown 3 on yeah. his phone, on the go. Uh, and some people are like, well, it's super early alpha. It's, it's, it's great that you can play games on the go, but out of all the games you want to play on the go, why Crackdown? It had just come out, it had just come out so he's still trying to push that shitty game. Um, fun. Shitty, fun game. Yes. Um, but I, I think they, they will unveil some of their streaming... Um, streaming platform, whatever the hell the fuck is going to be called. It's xCloud, Project xCloud, I think is the... I guess. I don't uh, know. I but, mean, I'm fine with game streaming. What I'm not fine with is a console dedicated to that. Is, well, I'm okay with it. I mean, they have an all... They already have yeah. the all-digital edition. That's true. Well, that's... The other thing I wasn't okay with was an all-digital edition. The Xbox Shade. People had heard that in the last podcast we did is my grace with digital content, so I'm not going to rehash that. The simple fact of the matter is, I think it's an anti-consumer move to go that way. 
is to force people into, you know, gradually into an all-digital platform because it's just, it's straight profit for the companies that make these platforms and it's literally no benefit to you other than convenience. I think what console manufacturers need to focus on right now, though, is ease of accessibility to these consoles, is how much easier it is to play a game on a console than it is to set up on a PC. How you won't have to be stuck with constantly upgrading your console over its lifetime to keep up with the newest stuff that's out there. Um, that's one thing we see in the PC market right now, though, is like almost every month, like clockwork now, there's a new graphics card out by AMD and NVIDIA, and they're competitors to one another. And these graphics cards are not only out and more powerful, they consistently cost more than their predecessors. Yeah. So you're talking about you have a PC, and everyone's like, oh, you can build a PC for so cheap, and so on and so forth. To build like a decent PC now, that cost has gone up. Hmm. It used to be like around the $600 price range. You could build something that would at least be good for like the next five years. Now you're looking at building something over $1,000 for the next two years. <laughs> I mean, mine's been fine. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, it depends on what you play too. I mean, not everyone is trying to run Crisis at max settings. But <laughs> yeah, but you know, see, that's not even... You can't use that as an example anymore. No. Crisis at max settings looks like shit compared to games. some games now. That's true. Uh, but I just think it's funny that that is still a comparison people go to. Because true. there really isn't as good as games look. Well, Nobody the, has the game to go to. Graphics aren't even so much just... Graphics aren't just a polygon count on the screen anymore, right? You have different things that play into graphics. Your lighting systems, so things like ray tracing. Uh, HDR, G-Sync, you know, stuff like that. And getting all that to work, anti-aliasing and all that stuff, getting that to work all in a game engine alone is difficult. Mm -hmm. And then you realize you've built that on a game engine with your hardware, <laughs> hardware specifically designed to work that way. And then you now have to give it to a bunch of people whose hardware setup may not have that at all. Yeah, I have to actually, my iPad is several years old and that, that mobile game I mentioned earlier I've got to turn the graphics settings down on it yeah. just to keep the frame rate from locking up on me because you'll go into a co-op match where there's six ultimates getting popped at the same time and there's just too much shit on the screen for the, so for the, the thing iPad is, though, process it, it, were you trying to use this as a reasoning for why you don't like the streaming console? well yes in a way because because I was going to say the way you're talking about it, it sounds like well, the no, way that a streaming service that yes, they talk about is it, supposed to work is that you don't have to worry about that processing power. That's true, because the processing power is coming from elsewhere. Yeah. At the same time, the way they say it's anti-consumer... Either Microsoft is, or Google. Yes, is the same... This is basically the same stuff I said last podcast, right? Is if you stream something or buy it digitally, you don't own it. Mm -hmm. It's not yours. And so that means that, essentially, if you buy a game brand new, you forked over 60 bucks that you're never going to recoup any of that investment on. For example, imagine yeah, if, if you buy Crackdown, it physically, you can at least get the five dollars that GameStop yes, with all the hype surrounding Crackdown Three. Imagine if that game wasn't available on Game Pass when it launched. Nobody would have played it. No, so enough people would have played it to tell everybody don't it. fucking exactly. Touch enough it. people would have played it to tell everybody it was bad. But as I mentioned to someone on Reddit about E3 before, mm. and they were saying, "Oh well, you should voice your criticism to publishers because they're gonna listen. They're gonna do this." I said, "No. Once they've got your sixty dollars, they don't have to care what you say anymore. Yeah. They've already got you." As far as Microsoft was concerned, they were going to make as that's why they stealth released it on the on the Games Pass platform. They were going to make as much money selling actual copies of Crackdown Three as they can, and then wait till people discovered, oh, it's available on Game Pass, and you can play it for a dollar a month. Stealth it? They stealth released it. No, they didn't. There was no 
announcement about it going up on Games Pass? Yeah, because they didn't have to. They have <laughs> stated two years ago, uh, over two years ago, I think, that every Microsoft published game, every first party Microsoft game, is okay. on Game Pass. Well, that that slipped my memory, I guess. <laughs> but... <laughs> Alright, let's move past this. Yes. We're going way too slow. We are. Um, so my next thing, and you, see, because you don't have I know. I'm elaborating okay. on everything. Um, let's just go. Well, no, no. I'm saying because all of mine, I have all these things, but we keep expanding on them far too much. Um, on both of our hands, not just <laughs> you. Don't worry. So I'm I'm expecting to see three new IPs. Three new... I shouldn't have said IPs. Three games from all of these developers they picked up. Okay. Not fully playable. I think at most one of them will be a playable thing mm-hmm. or at least a demoed in front of them the rest will be either be trailer or images um they they have had was it they have seven no they've picked up more since then i think they're almost at 10 10 I've different lost people count of how point. many studios they've picked um, up <laughs> but some of them are studios that have been around with them long enough that they they should have I shouldn't say should. I don't want to force any of that kind they, of shit. It's not that they should. It's just that enough time has passed yeah. that it makes sense that they'd have a new IP. And table. you would hope that, not that Microsoft would be like, hey, or Xbox would be like, hey, why the fuck aren't you, you got to get something done. Mm-hmm. But you would hope that at this point, yeah. in a world that the Microsoft mm-hmm. exclusives are very few and far between, we need something. Yeah. Uh, especially if they bring up new consoles, if they bring up new services, anything like that. I mean, it's a balance here, right? Is Microsoft, as a games publisher, exists the same reason all games publishers do, to make money yeah. by getting games out. And it's funny, because So they're going to they're gonna badger and poke developers a little bit, but they're not doing it as much as companies like EA are doing yeah. it to their developers. Uh, and the, the thing is, I think it's so funny that Xbox as a company, as a gaming company... People aren't looking at them and be like, stop making hardware, just make games. They're looking mm-hmm. at them at this point and like, well, you're good at the hardware side. Yeah. Maybe stop the games. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a complete opposite of Nintendo where it's like, hey, just make the games because you're really good at that. Don't that's do the true. hardware. Although I still love my Switch. But and that's, that's another big change in the game industry, right? Is even if you go all the way back to the days of the first major home console, things mm-hmm. like the Atari 7600 is... The really shitty ones. Game publishers... Who make consoles have already have always existed as both publishers and developers, and now we're getting to that point where, like you said, people are saying, "Microsoft, hey, mm-hmm. we don't care if you make games anymore. Just make the best piece of hardware to play games." Because they do, and that's <laughs> there are people that love PlayStation, mm-hmm. but still have to. They have to. It's not even a they will. They have to admit that the play the Xbox One X is. A more powerful console. It is um, by the numbers. It's a more powerful yeah. console. Uh, and even some of the games I've seen developed for both consoles. It, obviously, hey, Spider-Man. Of course, it's going to look better on the the one console. I still love that yes. when they did the. Did you see the uh, comparison yes. videos? It's <laughs> like videos. black videos, except for the. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I. But this is also where people are excited or hopeful for any kind of collaboration between Microsoft and Nintendo. It's like, hey, yeah. you have a good platform in good games. Let's mm-hmm. meet them together. Give me some Reese's. Yeah. Everybody loves peanut butter. Well, I think I think console exclusivity as a concept in this day and age actually kind of needs to die because it's getting to the point where I 
I guess I just feel bad for the people who are just not going to play Spider-Man because it's a really good game. I watched all the story but content. I cried. No, I'm good. Yes, but there's no reason you would drop, you know, three to $500 on a new console just to play Spider-Man. Yeah, the closest thing at this point is... Oh, what was it? There's some... There was a game. I was just talking about it the other day. I can't remember it. That will only be a PlayStation title. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if this happens, I might have to. But they also... The thing is, is, the game industry also creates its own problems in a way by doing that. Is they want to complain about, you know, people pirating software or people downloading emulators to play that pirated software mm-hmm. on. But you create that problem through things like console exclusivity, yeah. right? I just want to play this mm-hmm. one game, but I don't want to spend $800 on that one exactly. game. Exactly. 500 whatever. Uh so the last thing I do have from Xbox, um, we mentioned the name of it at least. There, I, I feel like they're going to at least announce a handful of Game Pass games. Okay. Um, new stuff, either things that we that have been talked about, maybe some backwards compatible stuff. Just because it, it's not news anymore, no. but it's really fun. Like I still love hearing, hey, you can now play this game. If somehow they made the agreement to get fucking Scott Pilgrim backwards compatible, <laughs> I would suck Phil Spencer's dick. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Seriously, that is one of my favorite games. It's a very good game. I the other thing I want to see from well, it's not going to be at E3, but one thing I would like to see from people who release these style these types of games. Scott Pilgrim is a great game. Mhm. At the same time, it's built around that co-op play, but I don't want to have to go to somebody's house to play. <laughs> Did they? Yeah, because that didn't have online co-op, right? It didn't have online yeah. co-op. Same thing with games like Overcooked. I recently downloaded Overcooked because there was a oh, sale. Oh, that's on it. not online. No I did not know that. It is strict couch. What I understand you buy it on Xbox. Okay. But I understand the appeal of couch co-op is everybody wants couch co-op, but I don't see why I that like can't option. exist alongside online co-op as well like games like mario party i understand it Mm -hmm. um because that game is made for the in person the the playing with your friends kind of thing but that's mario party is a digital board game so i understand that idea of wanting people to sit around it's like you wouldn't expect people to play games on jackbox party pack you know from their separate living room and they do there are people that will do that and i've seen like streamers will do that those games are based around that social interaction because that adds something to the gameplay experience whereas a game like scott sometimes it's really bad things that are added to that experience but yeah if you play with me yes but (laughs) um no, I don't need that for games like Scott Pilgrim or mm. Overcooked or even games like Double Dragon Neon. Is like you're not adding anything to the gameplay experience by forcing me to sit next to another person yeah. and play those games. Yeah. But anyway. All right. <laughs> so that's all I have for, for Xbox. The 50th time um, like I said, the biggest thing I'm hoping for are those newer IPs. I want to see what the hell they've got. Yes. Uh, mm. Do they have a car on stage this year? Do they have a car on stage? I, I haven't. We need to. I need help with this. <laughs> if anybody out there has suggestions for this year's E3 drinking game, so, I need some suggestions. So here's the thing about the car on stage, right? Is we're probably going to hear about another Forza, and that means never. <laughs> and that means another car on stage. Now, which car that's going to be is kind of up in the air. I think they spend less money on the car this year. You know why, right? Because every every Forza game is a free well, with Game Pass. Let's go back to where this started, right? Oh God, so, no, no, we're moving past no, it. No, 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 no. We've got so much to no, do. No, we've got so no, much. Just say, just, is there a car or no? 
There's probably a car. Okay, cool. The car is probably going to be... Zentorno. No. That's a That's, Grand Theft Auto game. Yes. Car. Um, it's going to be a car from a company called Pininfarina in Italy. Oh, uh, I was going to say... Was it Pagani? Pagani, Pagani is yeah, also Pagani. a car company in Italy. I like but them. Pagani has a... Veyron. They, no, Bugatti made the Veyron. Oh. Pagani... <laughs> wait. Pagani makes the Huayra. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Yes. I actually was, weirdly. It's probably going to be the Pininfarina. It's the hottest new hyper car on the market. It's all electric. Cool. On to yeah. Bethesda. Goes fast. <laughs> oh my God. Out. Welcome to Forza, the Tesla edition. It's <laughs> all electronic cars. Um, made by Tesla. Oh, so it could Ford, be that one. New Tesla Roaster that they're supposed oh to come out. So Bethesda, I'm going to run through fast. Yes. You, do you have anything for Bethesda? No. All I hope is that Elder Scrolls 6 does not turn out to be Skyrim 2. Okay, so I have mentioned of Elder Scrolls, but very little is shown. Um, yeah. Probably, at most, somebody gets stabbed in a video. Just fix knows? the goddamn god rays. I'm tired of light shining in my face through a mountainside. <laughs> um, I think there will be a new trailer and a very slim, very slim chance of gameplay footage of Starfield. Okay. Um, I mean, they got to redeem themselves, man. Fallout 76, I still got the copy. They're still supporting. The fact that they're still, they're still supporting, supporting it, it, but it runs a whole hell of a lot better than it originally did, right? That game, it kind of does. Yeah. That game is still a disaster. Does it? Certain is it at the point that it runs like a Fallout game? No. <laughs> no, you okay. I mean, no. so I it runs I much st- worse I have than not Fallout played. Games. The thing um, is is there's still issues that were there from day one. You still have invisible enemies. You still have your house magically popping into existence like five minutes after you've actually loaded into the game. <laughs> it happens. Shit happens. Um just it's bad, man. <laughs> so I've got uh no, nothing about I they'll probably talk about something coming to um mm-hmm. Fallout, especially because they just had the Wild Appalachia. Yeah. Appalachia. So Bethesda owns Bethesda is partnered with it, right? Yes. Okay. So, so we're definitely getting Doom. more Doom. We're definitely getting more Wolfenstein. That's not only here because they've already talked about. They're definitely talking about. I just played Rage Two, and it's a good game, but not a long game. I hear it's fun. It is. Fun. Um, it's I've wanted to. I, I'm probably going to wait for a used copy to show up and just play it yeah. for a little bit. Rage Two was eh, and Rage or Rage was eh, and then Rage Two was far above that bar. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, you got the people that worked on Except for both the driving, Mad Max, the driving who, in the which games. is uh, weird with the people weird. from Mad Max. The dri- I won't say it's horrible, it's an acquired taste is what it is. <laughs> I hear the ve- the vehicles, depending on the vehicle, is slightly better. Yes, well there's two vehicles in a game that matter anyway. Mm-hmm. The vehicle you start with, because it's the only vehicle you can upgrade throughout the game, and the vehicle you end the game with, which you unlock by completing one of the main quests. Ooh, quick question. Do you think Borderlands 3 will be at Xbox? Maybe. Yeah. The thing is, I think Borderlands Or, fuck, I didn't think about it. PC Game Show. Yeah. Because Because it's it's being published through Epic Game Store, and that is the Epic Game Store PC Game Show. The thing about Borderlands 3 is they're still doing live streams of people playing whatever content is out there. Um, And they still got their Twitch plug-in, which I recommend downloading, if nothing. So you can get loot for later? So you can get loot. I Uh, haven't even downloaded it yet, but So I have, the only other three things on here is... Why the fuck not? Possibly they'll make they'll they'll announce that they made an Evil Within three. <laughs> there are people that want it. Yeah, I know a few of them. I listen to a few of them online. Um, I'm really hoping for the announcement of the next Arcane Studios game. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you tweeted about that. Too. Oh yeah, I've been. I yep. 
You're just badgering for something new from Arcane Studios. Here's Dishonored a, is one of my favorite game series of yes. all time. Here's something that... And that Prey was fantastic. Imagine if We Happy Few, because it's up that alley, right? Because it was developed by Arcane Studios. How much better of a game would it have been? Well, it wasn't developed by them. I know you said if they were developed by them. If they were developing it. It would have been a good game. Yeah. <laughs> instead of a bare-bones okay game. Arcane Studios is one of those studios. It's almost like CD Projekt Red. Is they're not going to release a game every year, but whatever they do release, they spent time on, so it's going to be good. <laughs> um, so the last thing was, I, I think they're going to announce a new IP. That could be Arcane, mm-hmm. but for Bethesda to have enough for them to do another one of these... Because last year, of the games that announced last year, one of them came out? Yeah. Right? Yep. Fallout was the only game that has come out since last year's E3. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been... Oh, that's a lie. Rage 2. Yeah, was, there's mm-hmm. Rage 2 and then some DLC for Prey, mm-hmm. uh, which is the only thing that I'm worried about with the Arcane Studios thing. That's the only um, thing I haven't played yet is Prey. But if you think about it, mm-hmm. Arcane did put out the expansion for Dishonored the same year, I think, as Prey? Either the same so. year or the year part? I don't remember. I still gotta finish Dishonored 2. Fucking hell. I'm the only one that has beaten this game of all the people I know. Um, so, uh, on to U- Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Yeah, I think for them. Um, Ghost Recon. New Ghost Recon. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More details for that. More gameplay, you think? Probably gonna be have some gameplay in there. Do we have a date already? No, I don't think so. I don't remember. But Ghost Recon Wildlands, for what it is, is a fun game. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like, just more, right? Yeah, it's basically just a tactical version of Grand Theft Auto. So like, here's the fun thing I have on my list: mm-hmm. at least four Tom Clancy games will be talked about. <laughs> Not new. I'm just saying we'll be hearing about. Yeah, there'll be updates for Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six updates. Duh! I almost said Dishonored. Duh! Fuck. Division. Division two. <laughs> um, Rainbow or not Rainbow Six. Uh, we mm-hmm. just talked about that, but uh, Ghost, Ghost Recon. Recon. And most importantly of all the Tom Clancy games, I no. say Tom Clancy games. <laughs> Tom Clancy's rabbits. We are getting <laughs> Splinter Cell this year. Probably. We are fucking getting. If it's not, that will be my. I wouldn't doubt it, but my biggest question for the new Splinter Cell game is how is Sam Fisher not dead yet? I mean, we saw him in Ghost, <laughs> Ghost Recon Wildlands. He, he has a little bit in there. Uh, he's just old. It's funny because... He's still doing this shit. Ubisoft actually has a habit of doing this as they put cameos from other games in... Wasn't games the Predator in this game too? Um, I don't know. There was something. Uh, what I do know is, for example, Watch Dogs 2. There was a side mission that you did where you actually went to Ubisoft Studios in this fictional city and you hacked a computer to leak a game trailer. Is that the space game trailer? Yes. Yeah, that game got canceled. Yes, I know. That game got canceled. Kind of but upset, it was in development, it so it was a real game trailer, and they were teasing a new game inside of another game. Cowboy in Bebop. Division 2, there are these missions you can go on to collect a mask in the game, mm-hmm. and the masks are from, or masks that are characters that were in uh, Army of Two games. You actually fight really? one of the Army of Two characters. I did to not get a mask. know that. So you can collect these masks by doing all these special things. It's really weird. You have to, like,. Walk up to graves in the middle of the night and do a salute emote in front of them and then run to a specific area of the map. It's very lengthy and very dumb. I also forgot one other thing on here, too. Um, speaking of Watch Dogs, mm-hmm. Watch Dogs 3. Probably. In London. Probably. That one is kind of, I think we've there's been enough rumors about it and things being passed around that 
that's almost a definite. So uh, the other side one is Assassin's Creed, the new yes. Assassin's Creed. I think the rumor has been Vikings. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Yes, rumor has been Vikings, and I need to go back all the way to Origins at this point to play. I guess what you consider the new Assassin's Creed, the RPG. Uh, which was that the which ones? No, no, skip Origins. Just skip play Origins, Odyssey. Just play Odyssey. Uh, read up on Origins. Origins, in my opinion, was fun. If I had skipped Origins, I would have played Odyssey, and from what I've heard, I would have enjoyed it more. Okay. Um, Origins is a little bit too open. Mm-hmm. There's, I think there's a little bit too much nothing in between everything. Well, I mean, it's Egypt. Yeah, I know. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know, just... yeah. Hey, yeah, sure, you expect that, but at the same time, fuck it. Um, so, the only other thing... Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, so... <laughs> I did put Rayman or the Rabbids will appear. More than likely, Rayman or the Rabbids will appear. And, How can not? I mean, it goes without saying at this point, another Just Dance. Oh, yeah, I don't even put that on. That's a game. <laughs> They open the show with that every year. Um, so there's going to be more goofy costumes on stage. I do have possibility of one, a new of, IP. Lots of swear words. Something new for them completely. Um, more swear words per capita. Because really, if you look at it, they don't... Most of their IPs are have been released recently mm-hmm. or have definitely been shut down. Like, I don't think they're going to bring up star whatever the fuck that Starlink. Star... Yeah. Starlink. Okay. Um, not that it has failed. I don't mm-hmm. know how well it's sold or anything. I think it's done best on Nintendo. If any, <laughs> if anything for that star Fox content. Yes. Um, but the last thing is either one of two things will happen. Mm-hmm. Beyond good and evil gets a date. Or they don't mention it at all. Here's the thing. If Beyond Good and Evil gets a date, okay, that's good, right? We know that it's coming out. We know when it's coming out. If Beyond Good and Evil 2 doesn't get anything at all... Three. three, This would be three. Okay. Then I think we're looking at a potentially canceled project at that point. Yeah. Well, because they had that big thing about the, hey, get get your art in the game, blah, blah, blah. We're Mm -hmm. partnering with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, A.K.A. Young Bruce Willis. Since um, we don't want to do the work, you do it for us. <laughs> uh, and it's it really was one of those things where I'm like, oh, this sounds like it's not going very well. Nope. Um, like, beautiful. Hear, everything they've shown for that game looks yes, great. But, but every time I hear a game studio go, okay, we're going to do a contest where the fans of our game can put something in our game, what I'm hearing is... You haven't properly staffed your team for that game. <laughs> to a certain extent. If it's going to be like, hey, you're filling the world. Yes. If it was like, hey, there's going to be a section that you can find your artwork. Or like mm-hmm. backers on Kickstarter. Where it's like, hey, there's a hall of backers that you can see your face. <laughs> yes. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, this takes me back to remembering stuff all the way back from when Defiance was launched. They were like, we're going to let player characters oh show up in God. a TV show. Nope. And never happened <laughs> um, it was the best thing about the TV show is nobody's player character show in the TV in the TV show because everybody's player characters look like a fucking goofball <laughs> uh, so that's really all I have for Ubisoft um, next up would be Square Enix and really I only Enix. have two things and it was hopefully they'll talk about the Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC or any kind of DLC that is planned for Kingdom Hearts 3 yeah um, I just hope it's not what I expected to be which is like a shitty challenge mode yeah I mean, they're adding a, a higher difficulty, I think, from what I've heard. I guess. I Which, see... also, from what I've heard, is is needed, because okay. even on hard mode, it's I'm going to say this up front, just so nobody gets mad. 
but spoilers ahead for the end of Kingdom Hearts 3. If no! you haven't beaten it by now, you should have beaten it. At the end of Kingdom Hearts, we're teased this in the Toy Story level, this, you know, extra video game that exists. Oh, okay. And, you know, the characters in the Toy Story level Did you think get the bonus video? This, yes. Okay. And the characters in the, t- in the Toy Story world believe you are this character from this video game. Yazora is his name. And a lot of people speculated, oh, this is a teaser for another game that Square Enix will release, like an action RPG, Final, 15, Final Fantasy 15 style game. It does look really good. But. But, at the end, if you get the special ending, Riku and Sora are transported to the supposed world where this game takes place. Not completely. Not completely. Uh, Riku okay. is. Riku is. Okay, so Riku Sora is. Sora is transported into the world of, um, oh, fuck, what is it? It was a 3DS game that was ported, World is the world ends with you. Oh, yeah. Because it's, uh, it's Akihabara, right? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Um, I never played The World Ends With You. I haven't either. It's on the Switch. I haven't picked it up just because I know it's not nor- my normal type of... Yeah. <laughs> I love Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. I hate Final Fantasy. Yeah. I might play Final Fantasy VII mm-hmm. because it is the newer battle system. The, oh, yeah. the, it's an the action live action and not... Yeah. yeah. I don't... I'm no not a turn-based. active turn battle thing. Fuck, I just thought about another thing I would Which love is, Nintendo to do. Because Final yeah. Fantasy 7 in its original format wasn't really a turn-based system. It was a meter system. Oh, that's even worse! Yes. But it was... It was kind of like Child of Light, yeah, right? It was called Active Time Battle, yes. Yeah, and yeah, the okay. way that it worked is your your meter would fill up on your characters when it got full. You got to pick an action that that character would do for that And turn. you could be hit in a way that made it so you either charged high, yes. you loaded faster, you could, or loaded slower. Yes, you could cast <clears throat> things like haste on yourself to make nah. your meter charge, nope. stuff uh-uh. like that. Not but my kind of thing. Regardless, the, so all I'm saying is the Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC, if they want it to be good and want people to stay interested in it, should be based on those two endings. Should be based on one of those expanding that in some way. I yes. don't think it's happening. I don't. I don't think it's happening. What I think there's part is, of me that worries that they won't even announce we'll anything. Sh- we'll get a shitty challenge mode that's just going to be like who can get the highest score by beating so many yeah. enemies of this type. Well, that was basically all the flan. Yeah, but the flan heartless throughout the, the game. The thing is, I only did the flan to the point where so you could get your ultima. Yeah, where I got the yeah. Oracle Plus to get the ultima mm-hmm. weapon. <laughs> uh, I which never, I, a, I, I never did go back to do that. It was a pain in the ass to get a to get a weapon. I got to use for like thirty minutes. <laughs> I know. And so, as much as I love that game, even looking back on it, um, it seemed it to me what has been the easiest of the three games. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, because I remember dying so many fucking times. Because you don't have to fight an asshole with a seven foot long sword who can kill you in like two hits. Or a giant floating battleship in the middle of space with his head on it. Yes. Right? Actually, that, was a, yeah. that was actually part of getting the Oricalcum Plus too. Is I had to complete like the hardest gummy ship thing. Oh. And you fight this essentially gigantic space station. Here isn't it like a space pyramid? It's or a space. Like that? It's one of the space pyramids, but you have to fight two of them. And the last one you fight has so much goddamn. Yeah. It is so ridiculous. I enjoyed those. I thought they me... did really well with... That was probably my favorite improvement in the entire game yes. system, was the... Uh, the way the gummy ships yeah. worked. It was also, nice because it was free roaming, it... you got to pick and choose your battles. Did I tell you how long it took for me to realize I could switch between Keyblades? Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I mostly stuck with one Keyblade anyway, so... I mean, I, did, I stuck with three major Keyblades in this because they were all strength-based. That's all I cared about. I went with the... Hitting stuff real hard. The Winnie the Pooh shooty guns. Um, what? I loved it. It was great. 
Um, Winnie the Pooh's shooty guns and... You say shooty guns, but it was literally like a honey rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah, that was the end thing. You would yes. end with a rocket launcher. But it started with, you know, Pooh got them guns. Yes. Um, Keeps that thing on. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, once I got... It's it's the Keyblade from my least favorite level mm-hmm. was the... Um, I can't remember what it was called, but whatever you get from the Pirates of the Caribbean level. Okay. I yeah, love that, that Keyblade. The one that turns into a staff. Yeah. Um, a bigger staff. <laughs> it's a staff, and then you, like, l- drop a thing. Oh, you yeah. summon, like, the Kraken. Yes. Um, no, I actually like that one because the reach on it was so ridiculous, you could just sweep entire so good. groups of enemies. Um, <laughs> that's why I had that in Shooty Guns. Shooty Honey Guns. I had, let's see, I went with the Monsters Inc. Keyblade. I went with the Pirates one. And then before I got the ultimate weapon, I think I went with... I like the Big Hero 6 one. That one was fun. That was actually one of the ones I went with for yeah. a while, too, because that was also strange. Because that is one of the forms that turned into the uh, the uh, smart bot things, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, but using those... I used all the strength-based keyblades. The magic ones, I just... See, they look pretty, person. but I left them to the side. All right, the so magic in Kingdom Hearts 3 is also OP as hell. <laughs> yeah, that's why I beat him so... Like, I didn't die. I never died. I died once to one villain. And it was the fucking tornado thing because it was a bitch. Oh, that that was the... It was just the worst fight It was the possible. worst design possible. Even the entirely. fucking ice wolf thing was better than oh, that. Oh, yeah. Um, Scotty. But yeah, so... Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC. Yes. I think they'll put kind of, some kind of so. detail out on I know they've already had one update, but... Yes. Uh, the only other thing I had listed was... the was, Final Fantasy VII remake. No, I, well, that I feel like they were going to talk about. I feel like we'll hear something about Octopath Traveler 2. Okay. Um, but that's not actually on my list. That was just, a, I think that was already announced. Hey, Heaven, I, I don't want to play another big Square Enix really RPG good. like this. Yes, it's very good, but I haven't made it through the first Bravely Default, and that yeah. game alone is over like 50 hours of gameplay if you do everything. <laughs> so. Uh, so the only other thing was... Um, Avengers. Avengers. I, if, so I would be amazed if we didn't hear about this fucking Avengers game yet. Oh yeah, the, um... We haven't had anything since that one trailer, like, two years ago. Actually, the new Game Informer, the newest issue of Game Informer has details on this, and it, and it's big preview section that they always That's cool. So... I haven't read is it. Is it new details or is it just, hey, we know this game exists? I think so. it's new details because Game Informer, as much people as people it. give Game Informer shit for the company they're attached to, Game Informer is the best game magazine, the best paper game publication really? you can buy this, in this day and age. Did you guess which section I was going to have the most things for? Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Not well, really that bad. Um, um, no, that game is exclusively coming to the Switch, too. What? The new Ultimate Marvel. Oh, no, no. This is a different Avengers game. Oh, this game. is a different Avengers That's the Ultimate Alliance 3. Um, no, this is... Scratch yeah. I don't know why. Uh, stop jerking off. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the other game, it was announced a couple of years ago. Crystal Dynamics mm-hmm. is working on it. Okay. Who is owned by... Which is also why I'm like, we're not getting Tomb Raider. I feel like Tomb Raider's taken a couple of years. Just let me make recouping. my own Marvel superhero. That's what I want. I want. By the way, did you see DC Universe Online is coming to Switch? Yeah. Uh, fuck that. <laughs> Ignore that. Um, yeah, because I, I don't think we're going to hear anything of a new Just Cause. There's no reason for them to put a new Just Cause out. There's no reason for them to put out a new Tomb Raider anytime soon. 
No. Um, you gotta. Do we hear something about a new Final Fantasy besides remake? I don't because think we so. they have been talking about they had Kingdom Hearts three mm-hmm. remake and Kingdom or uh, Final Fantasy fifteen. Here's the only all thing. in the same. He, he would be the biggest conflict. revolution in Final Fantasy. <laughs> That they cancel all of them and realize they were horrible. Announce a Final Fantasy game where the plot actually makes some kind of goddamn what? sense. What I've heard the the entire plot to Kingdom or uh, Final Fantasy Seven it makes sense. <laughs> no. No, no, if you've no. never heard the plot, check out the simple plot to Final Fantasy Seven <laughs> by Starbomb, Star no. uh, which was then followed up by the simple plot of Metal Gear Solid. Also, perfect sense. No. But to finish that trilogy, and I'm still happy that I was right, (laughs) the final of those songs was the simple plot to Kingdom Hearts. Yes. Which makes less sense than anything I've ever played in my life. It makes Metal Gear Solid's (laughs) entire timeline make sense. You cannot understand. You know that a plot is really, really bad for a game? Or a series of games where you can't understand any of it by listening to it second hand. But you, you still have love to it. go in and you have to experience it. And even then, you're like, this is still dubious. We've, we've talked about this before. Kingdom Hearts 3 <laughs> makes more sense than any other Kingdom Hearts game. It does. Because, because they somehow break it down in a way. And then also play with it because Axel well, rocks us. Yes. Nope, Axel. What's his Axel. other name? Lee. Oh, that's boring. Axel. Um, <laughs> he actually Axel, tells everybody like, else to call him Axel. Do you guys Axel. remember this? Does this make sense to anybody? His name is even spelled. His name is L E A. Is there a silent X in there? Oh, that's right, because their names are just their, their names, names are rearranged Portmanteau with an X. Portmanteau their names with an X. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, Xemnas is like Sephiroth. <laughs> no. <laughs> Roxas's real name. Oh, Sora. Um, but. Uh, Anyway, yes, it's weird. it's something that you can't you can't get without experience get firsthand, and the only reason Kingdom Hearts 3's plot makes sense is because the villain actually has a goal. Yeah, I really <laughs> enjoyed it, even um, this far out. I but like it. I said, super easy. Anything else that you can think of for Square? Like yeah. I said, it the seems is, like I everything's feel like kind of Final Fantasy for. 7 remake. May we may even get a release window for it? I feel like it's closer than people think it is. Is it just another video broadcast, or no. is it an actual conference? I I rewatch. It's probably another video broadcast, but I rewatched the trailer during Thursday's stream, mm. and I did it because I wanted to show people. Are you talking about the specific. new one from um, the most recent PlayStation? Yeah, thing yeah. because it's a trailer that is also has full English dubs in it for the characters. Yeah, that tells me that they've done enough work on it to get that portion of it done and there's gameplay in that trailer as well so that's telling me the game is a whole lot closer than we think it is they're still going for episodic though yeah yeah Which that's the weirdest thing for me because can you not return to areas and in... fuck it i don't care you can return to areas it's just very linear in the way that you can do it it's yeah not okay free all right then that makes a little bit more sense if they were like hey this is the midgard episode yeah. Um. Where, where do they start in? Do they start in Midgar? They start in whatever the city is that Shinra runs. Oh. Because you blow up the Maker Reactor. Is that when Aerith dies? Yes. Shortly oh, after spoilers. that. Spoilers. Um, yeah, spoilers. So for a 80-year-old <laughs> game. So, last section, most important section. Nintendo. Most do you have anything for Nintendo? 
I have zero. Nothing. Nothing. What's wrong? Don't you have a Switch? I have a Switch. I just expect I expect Nintendo to always either surprise me in a really positive way or a really negative way. I feel like I'm about to get yelled at. Probably. Are these, I'm waiting for the door. Are these the angry footsteps or? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> I love you, Kim. Um, so okay, I'm just gonna run through real quick. <clears throat> I think Animal. We're going to see more Animal Crossing. We'll get a date for that. I would like to see a full. <clears throat> anim- if there was a full Animal Crossing on Switch, I'd probably just. Oh, they already announced it. Oh well, then I'm going to super glue my things? Switch to my hands. Um, <laughs> Luigi's Mansion Three. I hope. I think we're going to get gameplay and a date. Because uh, that's the one thing Nintendo is really good about: games that are coming out this year and giving dates to it. Yes. Um, I feel like we're going to see more of that uh, game that isn't that's made by the the. Uh, what is it called? Astral something. It's mm. by the people that made Bayonetta. I can't remember what it's called. It's supposed to be coming out this year. Something made by Platinum. Yeah, yeah. Um, I still don't think Bayonetta's coming out this year. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think they may have already said it's been pushed back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we... What? What is this? I'm confused. You wrote it. You yeah, I know. Me. I feel like I, I missed out on something. Oh, I forgot to write it. I was going to say, I think there's going to be something else, like a, a completely different game that we've never heard of being announced. No problem. Um, I mean, I'd be okay if they announced ARMS 2. Yeah. In all honesty, I loved ARMS. Uh, I didn't play it anywhere near as much as I wanted to. I liked ARMS up to the point I found out that just playing it with buttons makes the gameplay so much better than uh, playing it with actual I wish that you could, you could force yourself to do one or the other so you weren't yes. fighting against somebody that had the advantage um kinda I don't know whatever yeah. uh one line I really fucking hope this is like my I, I, I'm gonna be not upset maybe I might be upset mm-hmm. if we don't see what retro has been working on mm-hmm. before they went to Metroid yeah. because obviously now they're in charge of Metroid but retro has not created a new game mm-hmm. in a Long time at this point. Yep. Um, ooh, hungry. Um, hope I, I don't whether that's the Star Fox racing game that was a, a rumor for mm-hmm. a year ago. I don't know. I don't um, think they need a Star Fox. I think if they want a Star Fox racing game, just put Star Fox in Mario Kart. Well, they were thinking about the, the way they were talking about it. It was going to be more of a um, kind of like Diddy Kong. Where it was an adventure, it was going to be a storyline and all that kind of thing. Which would be cool. I could see that working out in some way. It would be cool. Um, Just do, if anybody could do justice to an IP that Nintendo already has, it would be retro. Because look what they they did with Metroid. Look what they did with the new Donkey Kong That's true. That's what I'd be excited for is, I know that they announced it, but I want to see details on new Metroid Prime. Yeah, that's not happening. I mean, it, the game is happening, but the the fact that they announced that it has basically been returned to square one, yeah, no, we're not seeing shit. I'm the, sorry. It's the only FPS worth playing on a GameCube. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, first person. I was going to say shooter, you had... There was a GoldenEye game for GameCube, but Oh, was I was going to say you had um, Resident Evil 4, but that wasn't first person. True. Resident Evil 4, the best experience for Resident Evil 4 is still playing it on PS2. So. With the chainsaw controller. No, yeah. don't ever play don't that. Don't play it with the chainsaw um, controller. <laughs> I have Pokemon Sword and Shield news. Mm-hmm. Uh, not too much because I, there's going to be, I feel like there's going to be a direct specifically for Pokemon before its release. Probably. Uh, which is what they normally do. They'll be like, hey, check out some gameplay 
and here's the real details kind of thing later. They're super secret surprise. Reggie's back. <laughs> no. Um, I'm, I'm hoping Bowser is featured in the video, though. Yes. Uh, the last thing I have is Smash Brothers stuff. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to get some kind of update for new stuff that's coming. And If they make the character roster any longer, it won't fit on the fucking screen. Well, we already know that there's at least four more characters. I know. It's uh, just the character icons on the actual on the screen that is the Switch tablet itself or like as big as my pinky finger right now. <laughs> I think we'll see at least at most two. Mm-hmm. Um, none of them playable, but at, at at least one at most two of the next characters. I mean, you gotta think um, they went. Here's the thing about Smash Bros. is they went so deep into their own roster of Nintendo characters, they just started borrowing characters from other game companies. It's not borrowing. They, he he goes like the the mm-hmm. work that he puts into that roster. Yes. It's crazy, because oh, yeah. they, they, they worked... I mean, they know everything. They already know what these four characters are. That's true. Uh, but it's also, you gotta, you can't just pick a character and put them in the game, right? It's like, no one expected characters like Cloud or Snake to be in a Smash Bros. Do you have Do you have any theory of who do you think it could be? Have you seen the rumors? No, not really. So, um, there's a Dragon I Quest character. I all the characters. <laughs> oh, wow. There's a Dragon Quest character. There is a Minecraft Steve, um, okay. Doom guy. These are all these are all theories and quote unquote leaks that have been. <laughs> you want you want rip and tear in your. I'm not frames. saying I want it. I'm just saying these are the things. Um, so I don't think Nintendo thinks Doom Guy is family friendly enough for Smash Bros. Snake, <laughs> you've got Snake in this. Here's game. the thing: is Snake at least? Well, we'll put it this way: Snake incapacitates his enemies. When Doom Guy kills something, it is dead. It that is, is very, very dead. true. Yeah. You use the easy gun <laughs> in uh, Metal Gear Solid Three. Fucking yes. love the thing. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm excited no matter what. I'm really hoping we see something. I have not played as Joker yet. Um, I, I mean, it'd be, how fucked I'm, up would it be if they finally actually announce, "Hey, Persona Five is actually coming to Switch." I not haven't just this played a Persona game. game so. Me neither. But I want to. But I can't because it's only on PlayStation. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, that's really it for the my prediction kind of things. Yeah. You have anything else? Not much. Um, like I said, the the rumor mill hasn't been nearly as productive. It's, it's crazy. And this is the most quiet we've gotten, and I think it's because most companies have been trying to push other things out well, ahead of time. I think gaming companies have now taken a lesson from Hollywood. Is the less you leak about the stuff you're releasing the more anticipation you actually build for it. Yeah. And it turns out, it just turns into profit at the end of the day. We had this happen with stuff like Endgame and just other movies that have recently come out. Is The trailers themselves has purpose, have purposely been edited in a way to be misleading enough that they aren't just blatantly lying to you about what's happening in the movie, but they're deceiving you enough that you aren't getting the entire story from a movie trailer. And the same thing has happened with games now, is they'll tease things here and there, but they're not sending details out to the press, you know, to try to build hype where it's not necessary anymore. People hear about a game and they're hype enough for it. You maintain fans and you maintain that hype by giving people just enough to keep them interested. And that's what E3 kind of serves as, is this is just enough to keep you interested. So I just really quickly wanted to make sure that we haven't gotten any new Walmart Canada leaks (laughs) <laughs> uh, looks like we're safe. They're safe. Nothing new. Mm-mm. It'd be nice. Not really. I like the surprise. I feel um, like... I don't know if I even want to predict this, but my guess is the like, the quote-unquote winner, because we do this every year of E3. Nintendo. 
Well, you always pick Nintendo. <laughs> Fuck you. We all agreed that Nintendo won the last two E3s. That's true. <laughs> it got Nintendo got both of you to buy a Nintendo console. I was buying it no matter what. It could have been called the Nintendo yes. shit, and I would have bought it. <laughs> it could have been an actual pile of shit in a box, and you would have bought we it. We have a dehydrated, a dehydrated yes, piece of shit. I didn't buy it. My <laughs> wife did because she loves the. Yeah, uh, she doesn't love shit. She loves uh, <laughs> Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> Alright, I think we're going to end there. <laughs> yes, no, I would I would like to predict that... I would say Xbox has a fighting chance this time around to do something really, really special with Halo in particular. Yeah. But if they don't, then yes, Nintendo will most likely take it again. I mean, I the downside with Xbox... Uh, my favorite way of the, the my favorite thing about the way it's set up now is yes, Sony's not there this year, which I don't care. Sony doesn't have anything to announce. They they know that they don't have anything new. To Even announce. if Sony's not there, as far as I'm concerned, if you do something during E3 that is part of the main showing, then you're at E3. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I really like the fact that this year is bookended with the two two of the biggest the big three. Oh yeah. Because you start out, you get. Everything kicks off with Microsoft and then ends with Nintendo, which is perfect because it's a nice sandwich yes. of everything else. And of course, you know, I lied. Nintendo doesn't always win. Devolver Digital wins. Devolver Digital usually wins, and I still need to play. Uh, so much on my mind. My friend Pedro, I think it's called. Not out yet. It's not out yet. No, no. Uh, you're good. What is out is um, Katana Zero, which is amazing. Katana Zero. Uh, I highly recommend it. What's up, Fox? You made it just for the end of the the podcast. Hey, um, that's my buddy. Huh? <laughs> that's my buddy. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I buy almost all of Devolver Digital games. Your games coming through Devolver Digital? Your uh, what? Something about mechs? Uh, Armor Core. <laughs> no, 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 not Armor Core. There's another thing. Uh, Chrome Hounds again. Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. They announced it last year. It was like... I don't remember either. Giant robot with a United, uh, American flag above the rubble oh. of the White House or something. I need to, I need to rewatch it. Wolf, know, something Wolf, Metal Wolf, Wolf, know. Metal, Neo, <laughs> Lights, Blood. Uh, that That is the... the it's the a giant robot with an American flag. That's enough for me. That's enough for you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, thank you for joining us. You know, as always... Follow us on all the social media, Space Time Taco. Uh, and we will not be doing a normal timed podcast next next week. Nope. Um, I don't think so, unless you guys want to do one ahead of E3 again. I'm pretty sure we're going to just wait until... Unless something super crazy is announced, I don't think we need to. If anything does come up, we'll just announce it through our other channels. Yeah, just <laughs> talk about it during the normal weekly streams. Um, so yeah, we'll be back... Tuesday and Thursday with video games. I think Thursday, I think you should play Dauntless. I, well, yeah, I'll have to get on PC to do that. Oh, that's right. Never mind. He will be there. Yeah, so my capture card blew up, so that's why I'm not streaming anything on console. Aw, thanks, Fox. Are you give us bits? Yeah. Thank you. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll be on Tuesday. I don't know what I'll play in. Maybe we can play something together, because, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fun with people. Yeah. So yeah, go inside and play video games. Peace. <laughs> he took over the Dave line. Yep, that's all I got. That's all I got.
and cashews.